He's doing that thing again where he uses a song that is an existing song. I don't think you can do that. Anyway, hello everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to uh, Did You See The Thing? It's me, PJ, and I'm joined as ever with this mug. Yes, it's still me. But strangely and surprisingly this week, you're joined by someone else. Is that? That's fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi here to talk about you and Ma- the Ewan McGregor series. Ewan, lovely to see you. Hello. <laughs> uh, not Ewan. Um, for long-time fans of the podcast, uh, I am the Vape Wizard. Uh, <laughs> yes, the Vape Wizard. One. Uh, it's Kyle here. Um, are we doing last names? I don't know. Is that not not really. We don't really yeah. do last names. I'm, I'm just messing it around with uh, volume. So we are trying out a new setup, which will probably not be our regular setup, but it's because Kyle has joined us. So if everything sounds a bit weird... It's my fault. It's Kyle's fault. That's fine. So no pressure, Kyle, but you are the first guest. So you'd if think- this goes badly, you might be the last guest. You'd think with him being a wizard and all that, he'd be able to fix the potential problems before they're potential problems, but you know. And he's Ewan McGregor. Oh, yes. Yeah. Sound guy history coming in all over again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right. Do you want to kick us off you had a yeah i do actually have a thing i don't really have a did you see the thing i've just got any and all of star wars celebration because it was on over the weekend in anaheim and it looked like a good time i reckon um i reckon lots of good new things happening um some good things already happened which is good um (laughs) the good things were good were they (laughs) the good things were good yeah Um, i have uh admission here i've watched none of it to be fair you're not really meant to watch it it's just Suddenly, a friend of the show becomes enemy <laughs> of the show i'm a different cut of star wars fan than you two bad one <laughs> you two complain about the toxic star wars fan which i imagine we might get onto today maybe and then there's you two and then there's me who's just i can't like star wars but i can just a, take it leave it just a bloke who's seen it basically yeah fair enough mm-hmm. um however my content of the week is um what is it it's a it was a youtube a youtuber called patrick tomaso um and he basically spoke about why the batman looked so good and some of the techniques and things used in the filmmaking process and then towards the end of his video he goes out with his friends i think it was in toronto i'm not sure i might be wrong um and he shoots a the batman-esque little bit um, with some of the techniques he talked about earlier in the video, and it's just very cool and fun. That does sound pretty cool. He mm-hmm. raises some interesting points, and I, I agree with him. It's a good-looking movie. It is a good-looking movie. It's pretty cool. So I'm to be filming Glasgow. <laughs> true. <laughs> very true. <laughs> um, do I have anything, really? Do I have a content? Oh, no. I've been hanging out with you all week. Yeah. Well, I suppose my one is, and... Uh, if you haven't got around, I know you're a little less hit and miss on this than I am a bit more hit and miss even, but strange thing, season four, I have, I'm now six episodes in of the seven. It slaps. I'd also like to tell you, Andrew, can you go on IMDb right now? And can you look at episode six of season four? And can you appreciate that they named a episode after Dumfries? <laughs> Stranger things. Season four, episode six. Yep. Oh, I, well, I don't know what's going on with my keyboard. You can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think and Kyle's just found it. <laughs> Go on. You can do this. This is riveting stuff for audio. <laughs> <laughs> How long does it take to get a look on IMDb? Honestly. <laughs> I hope it is episode six. So this is. It uh, is, yeah. Is it, yeah? It's not telling me which episode is which. Well, one of them says chapter six. Oh. Um, <laughs> I fear it's not kind. <laughs> <laughs> it might not be kind, no. Hmm. <laughs> Initially, I looked at it and I was like, the massacre at Hawkins Lab, that sounds not like anything to do with here. <laughs> be the one before that one. <laughs> yes, it will be that one. Yeah, I mean, not really wrong. What's that called? Just, just you know, for the audio listeners. Or do we leave it for them to find it themselves? Let's leave it for them to find out. <laughs> it's also... 
it's not the highest rated. It's very, very highly rated, though. Episode, I think, four is the second. I think the last one's the highest rated. Of the, the last, is, last is highest, then it's four, then it's six. Yeah. I feel like they'll sort of make the argument that Dumfries is also cursed. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> I mean, you're back there. You're cursed. <laughs> I was brought to relieve the curse, and I didn't help. <laughs> I've just realised that we've just doxed you, but that's fine. He is <laughs> I know it's not huge, um, but it's a big enough place. Anyway, Strange Things is uh, it's going really well. It's good. It's banging. It's banging. I'm ready for a good cry at the end of it. That is that is the Kyle way. Should we tell the story of it at the end of season three? Uh, well, I, I'm going to give my version of it, which is uh, <laughs> we uh, we decided to get together, uh, myself, PJ, and his other half, and have a little bit of a beer and a little bit of a pizza and a little bit of finale for the Stranger Things. And the the, uh, the keep the door open for your dear old dad, free and cheers, really got to me because uh, I have feelings and empathy and PJ has neither. I had Kyle on my left, Katie on my right, all the other way around, doesn't matter. In the last five minutes of the finale of season three, I was stood there going, wow, this is really good. And they were both going, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, Kyle. Yeah, I, I had a great time. I, I enjoy experiencing emotions in content. <laughs> You're not. You're clearly just not a heartless, heartless goon like PJ. Like me, horrible should, bastard. Should, wow. <laughs> should we move to uh, the main chunk? Our content I, for this, yeah. which is yeah. the bit in the middle that we do. Yeah, because it's both Netflix shows. See what I've done there. So ah, nice. Not you that any way related, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, this week, this time, this episode, we are going to talk about Love, Death, and Robots. I imagine more so season three, the most recent season, than the others. However, we'll probably talk about the others a little bit. Yeah, because actually I feel like this is probably an underwatched show. I think no, many people watch it. Massively underappreciated. Although, get pretty good ratings from pretty high numbers of ratings for the yeah. most part. So, But outside of like us three talking here, I know about one person that watches it. Same. So maybe we should sort of introduce it to a few other people. You guys know the people? Uh, at least one. <laughs> yeah, one each, which is which is remarkable. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? What is Love, Death, and Robots? Like, what is it? That's a good question. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Love, Death, and Robots. As far as I know, it was first created by Tim Miller, who's director of Deadpool One. Yes. Um, and he got together a bunch of different animation studios to create their own science fiction, generally short films. Um, and they go through a wild variety of topics and visual styles and all that kind of stuff. Um, so that is what Love, Death, and Robots is. You and it's a good time. Yeah. They go through three topics. Love, Death, and Robots. Oh, my <laughs> God. Uh, there is one other one. There's a fourth topic. Yogurt. Yogurt. That's <laughs> 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 PJ's. PJ's favourite episode for everyone. Okay. Yeah, I do hate that episode. Do we want to talk with season three? Have you all got a list? Like you seem to have it on your phone. Yeah. I've got my list here. Have you got a list, Andrew? I've just got the IMDb list, yeah. Cool. All right. I reckon count of three. Favourite episode of this season. One, two. Oh, hang three. on. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm going to have a chance to think about it. All right. Count of ten. One, Two, no, no, three. no. I reckon by the end of the episode, we'll decide. Oh, I wanted to see if we're all the same page. And I, think, and I think mine still might be yogurt. Of season three, your favourite is yogurt. Yeah. Because <laughs> I had yogurts while watching every episode. And you were like, well, this show is good, but not as good as my yogurt. God, these little zone brand corner yogurts. <laughs> <laughs> Horrendous. Okay. Um, no, I don't, really, I don't really know. It's... I think it's very hard. Actually, looking at it here, one of the ones I like the most is not very well rated. Um, I think I know which one you mean. Which one is that? I reckon that's Kill Team Kill. That is correct. Ah, oh, smart. So your favourite is Kill Team Kill? It's not my favourite. It's one of one of my more favourites. Right. Interesting. You're more, what, what would be one of your more favourites? One of my more favourites. Yes. So not my favourite. No, but if you've got, more well, favorite. the thing is, if you figured your favourite out, you can have it if you want. To be fair, I do. It's not my favourite, but I do have a sweet spot for Mason's Rats. 
Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. That yeah, was a good one. Uh, I think we should also just put out a blanket thing here. They're only like four or five minutes long. You should go watch them. Uh, That's not so true. Going to spoil them all. Not sure. They're all between 10 and 20 minutes long. Right. They're all between 10 and 20 minutes long. Still we're, easy just to watch gonna, we're just going to spoil all of them. Uh, so if you're going to watch them, you should go watch them. Okay, PJ, I'm, I'm going to bring it back. When you said, let's all pick a favourite, what was yours going to be? And I'll tell you whether I agree or not. Uh, mine was gonna be like what? What was your answer gonna be to see if we were gonna give the same answer? Right. Drumroll, people! Bad traveling. That's my favorite one. It is also David Finch's animation debut. Mm-hmm. It's probably the yuckiest one. It is pretty yucky. It's certainly that. <laughs> is it? I mean, it is. Well, there's is a it? rotting corpse on a giant crab's. I mean, well, to be honest, in terms of love, death, and robots, this one's quite heavy. This season's quite heavy on the death. I think there's been a lot of gore throughout. Actually, I am, I've just remembered another episode which possibly is gorier. The entombed one. What's it called? Invol- Involted Halls Entombed. That is pretty yucky as well, yeah. Yeah, that one gets pretty grim. That's good, though, and the cast for that one is filthy good as well. Yeah, it is very good. So, um, how are we feeling about bad travelling? Uh, I liked it because you could never tell if you were hoping he'd succeed or if you wanted him to fail because the captain seems to be a bad guy and a good guy at the same time. It's yeah. ambiguous. I don't, say, I don't really get that. his motive, though. Like He was sort of double-crossing everyone the whole way throughout to, to do the wrong thing, and then he did a different wrong thing at the end. I just I thought it was... Right about, reasons. Yeah, kind of, but... He didn't want. He didn't want to put innocent lives at risk, so he just murdered all his coward crew members. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, if, if you were gonna not, if you were gonna not do the bad thing that everyone suspected you of, why bother with the first few bad things? You're right. Can premise. I, you can, can, I, hit, can, I, can I hit me with can I the premise? Hit me with the premise. Right. What, do you, what do you think the story was? <laughs> I see what you did there. You got them a reference another podcast every time you do one. Buy <laughs> uh, a movie podcast. Anyway, <laughs> right. Big ship. Yeah. Small people on it. Yeah. Bigger crab. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> big crab wants to take big ship using the small people. Yeah. To lots of other small people. Yeah. For? Munching. Oh, yeah. For a big food. <laughs> uh, pretty much got that in one, hasn't he, really? <laughs> yeah. And basically, uh, the captain, well, through we don't know, seems to be just trying to survive the crab, but yep. also beat the crab. Yeah. Beating the crab at his own games. Having smaller crafts. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he 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 uh, competes with his uh, crew and sort of sacrifices them one by one uh, in an attempt to outsmart the crab and survive. Yes, um, but we don't really know what he's doing it for until the end. Yes, that is what the story was. Good work, Kyle. Crab. <laughs> <laughs> So the only thing I will say, I think it was really interesting. Like I really liked it. The direction was good, all that kind of stuff. The one thing I will say about it was, if he was just going to blow the boat up at the end, he didn't need to kill anybody. Stood out of the start. Although he was using them as food, before, so the, the crab didn't get restless, I suppose. Yeah, but if he was going to just blow, blow the crab up, they'd just do that. Yeah, but he also wanted to survive. Go to his little robot. I think the idea, he needed to be close enough to an island to be able to, to get away. survive. Yeah. yeah. That's a fair point. That's a more logical answer than what I was going to give was if he blew the boat up, then there wouldn't have been a short film. <laughs> it would be a very short film. Yes. <laughs> I think very good. I did enjoy that one. I liked the art style. I hated the big yucky crab and I hated even more the small yucky crabs. Oh yeah, they were gross. Did you like when the big yucky crab accidentally crushed the small yucky crab? Yeah. yeah. Not good. Not good. Animals, man. They were... Us or the crabs? <laughs> okay. But I think the worst part about that is it's the talking half man that just gets progressively more yucky. Yeah, yeah. The episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah agreed. Yeah, that is pretty grim. It's good. Act, a good. A uh, good. Um, what is it called? Impression. This is That's where, this is where Kyle reveals he was the voice actor for that part. Oh my God, you and McGregor, you were the voice. <laughs> <laughs> do we want to talk about because we started with it but then skipped over it immediately to get to bad traveling do we want to talk about kill team kill 
Yeah, go on then. Well, it's your, it's your semi-favourite one. You can kick us off. Um, it's, what do you think the story was? I'll just read the IMD. But U- US Special Forces are trained to neutralise any threat, even a cybernetic killing machine created by the CIA. <laughs> Their secret weapon? A sense of humour. Hey! So, um, yeah, it's a small sort of what looks like a kind of sleeper team um, on, ex- on an exercise somewhere nondescript, and they come across horrible death and destruction, and it's revealed that that's a big robot bear. Yep. Then they meet someone who's going to help them stop the big bear because he was involved with the bear to begin with, and then it all unravels from there, and very few of who started come out. I don't know if any of them come out of it. (laughs) No, there's one at the end, is there not? Or am I misremembering? It explodes, doesn't it? Okay, there you go then. Well, there you go. (laughs) They do it, and then the bear's head pops off, and they start splashing Mm. Like oh, right, at, right at the end, the head pops. Yeah, that's it's basically predator. Yeah, except their secret weapon of a sense of humor wasn't really a weapon. It didn't help didn't either. Work. Didn't, help. didn't work. No, I just thought it was fun. I liked them. Um, I just liked it. It was just dumb nonsense. And they so were all. I could be wrong, but I think I remember seeing. I'm just double checking this now. That uh, the director of that episode also directed Kung Fu Panda Two. Wow. I might be wrong. Maybe they just worked on it, but I thought they were the director. Classically, as I say this, it's not loaded. It's not working. Hang direct, on. Direct more than one thing. How dare you, sir? It's still not loading. Jennifer Yu Nelson? Yeah, uh, I you, think. You've got a computer right in front of you. You or Google on it. All right. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes. Kung they do Fu Kung Panda, Kung Fu Panda 2. Uh, among other things. I just think that it's just always nice to see. People that have done like a kids' movie do something so horrifically violent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, I just liked how it was just dumb nonsense. Um, yeah, and all the all the characters. I said this to you before, PJ, but one of the characters when they go into the armory says something that reminds us of another of our mutual friends. Oh, <laughs> when it's just good weapons everywhere, and he just gets overly excited and. Just it just reminded me of this other person that we who know. might that be? Uh, I think I know who it is. He thinks he knows who it I is. Probably he's probably right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was really good fun. I like I like that one. It was just it, yeah, I liked how it, it was sort of Saturday morning cartoons art style in in a sense, but not content wise. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, um, very boys diabolical slash invincible vibes. Yeah, yes, because, because yeah. these are characters that were just introduced for a single shot, ten minute short film you've got no attachment to any of them so you're not concerned of who's going to make it who's not and therefore it's just a free-for-all of like oh this is great yeah and given the history the track history of love death and robots you're sort of just waiting for it to happen really aren't you yeah i don't think there's a happy ending in any of them is there mason's rants kind of has a happy ending yeah we can talk about that one now if you want yeah let's do that one because that was one of my other high highly enjoyed i like that one I didn't think I would when I first saw like an image from it. I was like, mm, yeah, I was like, nah. Because it reminded me of in season one, I think junk it yard. is. There's the junkyard, which I didn't like. Yep. And I thought it might be like that. I just liked it for the alcoholic old farmer. He's like, oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> I that was played by Craig Ferguson. That's pretty good. It was. And um, yeah. Did, how did we feel? PJ, your turn. Hang on. Do a synopsis, please. A long time ago, in a farm far, far away, Scotland, (laughs) to be exact, and also in the future, not a time ago, um, there is a farmer who has a rat infestation in his barn. So he, like, hires some exterminators, and it just escalates from there up to the point where the rats are at war with a killer scorpion robot thing. It's a... it shouldn't be as fun as it is, considering many rats are killed mercilessly and horrifically throughout. <laughs> you feel disappointed that the rats are hyper-intelligent and mobilising. Oh, that was going to be a surprise for everybody. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a TV show about rats getting murdered for 10 minutes. 
Sort of is, yeah. though, isn't it? It's sort of that, though. <laughs> oh, sorry, I guess I'll come back never. Um, oh. The top review on IMDb is Make Whiskey, Not War. Cute and gory in equal part, and a surprise moral to the story. <laughs> this is basically a fairy tale for grown men, and I mean, it's in the best way possible. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he shares a little little drink with them from a tiny like cup at like the a, end of the Like a thimble. <laughs> thimble, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's fun. I I liked it. I just I liked how he was the sort of weird animation um, embodiment of of farmer with like huge shovel hands, massive forearms, but then just a w- little wiry old guy behind that. Yeah, I like that whole fun. idea. That's just yeah, fun. Um, horrible, horrible, scary robot that I would not want to buy. I know. I don't know why you would want that. So he starts off with like sort of I guess it's sort of laser guided turrets, and then yeah. they don't they don't work. So he then goes back to the exterminator, exterminator company and gets this robot, this sort of drone thing, and it's just a big metal scorpion with guns and it's got a mini gun, it's got blades, it's got stabby legs. It's got lasers. Am I making that up? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think so. Because there's a scene where there's a rat trying to get out. A couple of rats are trying to get out. And they get murdered, and then there's a rat that tries to get out of the body pile, and just gets blasted. Yes, it's held suspended in the sky for way too long. <laughs> yeah, cut in half by lasers. Yes, yes. <laughs> I had just remembered though that the cat gets zapped in this, and that upset me. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so sorry, we do tell you not to have uh, pets, animals near this turret. It's a <laughs> discount. Oh, that was good fun. Oh, you struggle a little bit with cat murder, don't you? I mean, it's not great. <laughs> just got just Kyle's an overly emotional person, it would seem. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Should we move on from that? Has anybody got anyone? I quite enjoyed a lot actually this season. I enjoyed a lot this season as well. Yeah, probably more than two. I think yeah, two had some hit or miss for me. One had one miss, which was the Yogo one. And but <laughs> what the Yogo one? My favorite. Overall, this one has been. I hate the Hitler one too. Anyway, overall, this one has been pretty consistently good. Yeah. I, all I'd say is this season felt very heavy on the death part, less so on the love and robots. Even though there is robots in them. Yep. I think they're sort of moving away said that. from the love part. Let's be honest. In season one, there was a lot of sex. In this one, there is none. There is one. there is one sex scene in Swarm. And oh then- yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. Which is what Netflix's warnings say. I think that's Jibaro. Which is was going to get to because it's my favourite one. Okay, should we talk about Jibaro because it's Carl's favourite one? Hey, can if you want, yeah, go for it, Kyle. Go for it, Carl. Uh, Jibaro yep. is my favourite one. Oh, wow. Right, should we move on to... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, a, it's, I really liked it because... The animation style was just insane. I don't know what they did. I don't know if it was the fact they made it seem handheld, but yep. it had this insanity of like really struggling to keep up. Yeah. Um, like it made me think of like 28 days later. Yeah, I know what you mean. When they are under the effect of the modern retelling of the siren myth. Yep. Um, and our lead character is a deaf knight who can't hear her because he's deaf. Because he's blind. <laughs> Oh, um, nice, nicely handled. Uh, and it seems that they have this like aggressively sexual moment where they're kind of into each other, but then he just steals her gold. I think that's the sexual violence moment. I'm assuming. Yeah, I yeah. was like, I'm not really getting a sexual. Vi- I don't know why sexual violence has been a tag in this season. And yeah, Jabara's last episode, and then that happened, and I was like, oh, they're definitely playing this like he's pillaging. Yeah, yeah. I think if you're. Um, like, yeah, if you find these things very distressing, I think that one will be oh, absolutely alarming. Yes. Um, so controversially, I like the look of Jibaro, and otherwise, probably my bottom two. Really? Yeah. Bottom two. <laughs> Which is weird because it, I think it's from the same studio that made Witness in season one. Which was yeah. my favorite time loop one. one, which yeah. I love. So it's a, it's a thing. I think, okay, for me, 
I, it didn't quite, I don't know, maybe I watched it too tired or something. It just didn't quite click with me. So I, mean, I was like, this is cool and all, but meh, my take. Well, you're entitled to your opinion, sir. It just okay. is the wrong opinion. <laughs> okay. Um, do, you have, do you want anything else to say on that one, Kyle? Uh, other than I completely disagree with everything the PG said. No. Um, That's a totally fair and valid opinion to have. Wait, wait, I, I think it's the correct opinion to have. If you completely disagree, you don't think it was great visually. Interesting take. No. <laughs> uh, also, uh, it, did, it did a great thing, which a lot of content in that's going out now that features uh, deaf or differently um, abled characters. So when the deaf character is from the deaf character's perspective, the audio is muted slash not there. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, which is always interesting when somebody not turn them. their phone off. It's vibrating in your house, mate. It's not ringing. What? I don't know where this is. It's not any. It's not us. <laughs> Literally, don't know where that was coming from at all. There's no other phones in this house. It's, that's my phone. Interesting. That was weird. <laughs> Um, and yeah and then he gets overwhelmed when he gets his hearing back at the end by the siren so she can control him and that's also you can also understand how overwhelming that might be and the visual style supports it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't disagree with any of these things just I like didn't that. Like that. he's giving me the finger <laughs> that's so rude <laughs> um, what did you think about it you haven't really said anything I liked it I'm same as you I really really like the visuals I like Kyle's point as about the the erratic nature of it supports what it would have been like to become not deaf at the end um, because that would be alarming and jarring. Um, yeah. I don't, I'm sort of with you in that I didn't click for me. I don't really get it, but I don't, it's one, this is one of these things where I don't think you need to get it. Like it doesn't really matter. I think it was just there to look and like look, you're yeah. there to sort of feel like a fun thing and it was good that way so I think it, it succeeded there um, you're talking about things not clicking Yeah. do you want to tell me about the very pulse of the machine oh I quite like that one right tell me about it <laughs> oh no is this the one where I go out there <laughs> um, very pulse of the machine a astronaut is driving across a planet with their astronaut friend doing a mission i don't remember what uh the big something erupts from the ground uh and their little buggy thing gets sent flying uh and one of the astronauts is killed um and the other astronaut their oxygen has been damaged so that they and their arm injured so they need to take the body of their friend so they can use their oxygen and get back to base. And whilst they're traveling back, she basically she discovers she starts hallucinating all sorts from painkillers, but then she sort of discovers that actually the planet is alive and speaking to her through or her dead friend. Or she's insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that is very possible the machine. And I'll be honest, I really liked it because actually it was a weird trippy sci-fi with not much violence or action or anything like that. It was very much like the fish ocean in the sky mm, yes. one. Did you yes. Want? So I was watching it. spectacular with nothing gross happening. Yeah. Yeah. Apart from the face. Yeah, the face is pretty grim. Yes. This um this is the episode of the season where you go, Oh yeah, every season of this needs a weird trippy episode that isn't really anything but looks weird and bizarre. This is this one. I Same with like what it. you're saying about the fish one, Kyle. I liked it more than the fish one. I liked it more than the fish one as well. I'll give it that. I just thought it was weird. <laughs> I was watching it going, what? Pulse <laughs> <laughs> Machine is number three for me. In terms number of three. Video. It's pretty high up for me. I don't know where I'd oh, rank like, it. In terms of rating, you mean? Yeah. Cool. Okay. I don't know where I'd put it, but it's pretty high up. Fair enough. Um, I'm going to move us with the shortest one of the season. Yep. <laughs> you look you look excited about this one BK. if this is what I think it is uh, the night of the many dead yay I love this one uh, the weird <laughs> shift world war z <laughs> so stupid I love it 
It's uh, there's no plot to this one either. Just zombies happen. Nah, it's just it's 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 you. What if you were a drone just at the tippy top of uh, the atmosphere, maybe looking at looking at the world, just watching an apocalypse? That's all you're doing. And it's all tilt shifted. So if you don't know, if anybody doesn't know what that means, that just means that everything looks like a toy, basically. It's made to look like yeah. a miniature. Yeah. I thought I mean, it was really fun. I thought it was very silly. It was I so thought, stupid, yeah. but very entertaining. And I loved all the weird sort of. So when, a lot of times when you're watching a tilt shift, it's just normal audio over the top because it's a it's a like in the Sherlock series a few years ago they did tilt shift yeah. opening and it was just normal sound over the top fine because it, it's just a depiction of the world but this one decided to do tilt shift audio as well where everyone was like on helium <laughs> yeah <laughs> many squeaks and buzzes and it was very stupid and I really enjoyed it if you take it as a single shot um zombie apocalypse film i don't think we've ever seen a zombie apocalypse start from a careless couple of teenagers having sex in the cemetery either that's a good question i don't know often you see the careless couple having sex and then getting murdered in horror films but i don't think it's ever started it i think we all we almost always see it but after they reveal that there are zombies so you've got the tension of watching them being careless and then the zombies appear whereas this one we hadn't had the exposure yet yeah Interesting yeah. point. Very well noticed. Very specifically noticed, however. But yes, well noted. Yeah, I'm single. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Now that was. I think that's quite high up for me. I thought it was just <laughs> such stupid I, nonsense. I don't have much to say about it, but yeah, just very entertaining. It there's, so there's not an awful lot to say about it. There's, there's, there's like it was like six and a half minutes long. It was tiny. I'd also like to point out that it is intentionally stupid. We're not saying it's stupid when they've tried to make something very oh, serious. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's being dumb. It's yeah. not like Morbius stupid. Oh, God. Well, like Badbeas. Same joke. Okay, bloody got him. Two weeks in a row, mate. You're on a <laughs> roll here. Uh, Kyle, don't you for me. Uh, no, I'm just... You'll never be invited back. No, I was just kidding for time to make my own Morbius joke, but I ran out of time, so you can't go. What have we got left? We've got right. We've Two. got three, um, three robots. Oh, oh yeah. Three left. Yes, three, three robots. robots. Swarm and vaulted halls entombed. Should we do it in that order? Should we do three robots, swarm, and then in vaulted halls? Sure. Again, before you do that, what my number two is? Because you know my number one, number three. I think your number two is vaulted halls. No. Is it three robots? No. Is it swarm? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Go on then, Kyle. Let's, let's not do it in order. Let's do it with that one first. Yeah, go on then. Swarmers. Well, you see the reason... Oh, don't do that. Please don't. <laughs> so, Jab- ah. Jabari, Jabari is my favourite visually. Uh, and Swarm... So, is this number two? Swarm is number two. Okay, and the Very Possible Machine is number three. And okay. the reason wow. two, they're two and three for me is because they both remind me of my, my other major media thing that I enjoy. Your other major media thing that you Not enjoy. from this. I'm ambushing you. Oh, is it The Expanse? Yeah. Oh! Interesting. <laughs> that was the one thing I was like, I'm going to get into this because it's like another podcast. We're in we are going to bring you on for an Expanse episode at some point. <laughs> yes. Uh, but today is not that day. No, I know. It's, 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 now, it's now out there in the world that you've said you're going to get to it. So. If we talk about podcasts and like the, the persona and characters, this is not a persona, but Kyle is very much both the vape wizard and the Expanse guy. That's your Star Wars. Oh yes, that's yeah. fair. <laughs> yeah, when when we're talking about Star Wars, Kyle is the lovable, the lovable dumb one. When he's talking about the Expanse, I'm the lovable dumb one. I know nothing about it. <laughs> but the swarm and uh, the very boss machine are very much like content from that. But interesting. interesting. Shall okay. we? Shall I, what is there something in the swarm that stands out to you? Just out of interest. That stands out to me. Yeah. Uh, in terms of a sci-fi story. The fact that it has, like any any humans, they go, oh, look at this amazing alien, all this new technology. How can we use it for our own ends? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Never thinking about actually maybe that where they're where life does work. Yeah. Admittedly, the end of it is very rough. Oh, yeah, that's pretty grim. So not to add to the narrative, but also to add to the narrative, I think that was one of my least favorite ones. <laughs> <gasps> I also agree. It was sort of <laughs> mid to bottom tier for me, I think. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fine. Um, 
And that is all I have to say about it's that. Amazing, yeah. you have to some things. I know. How could you? <laughs> what What are they in? How are they moving like that? Are they swimming? Uh, are they floating? They're floating. But okay, so he transfers, he transfers in like a in like a spaceship thing into the the area, and I'm guessing it's like an airlock. Yeah, a little biological airlock made oh. out of an alien's gullet. But yes, kind of like um, I've forgotten its name. The thing that lives in the asteroid and Empire Strikes Back. I was literally about to say, like, you're picking at that. Whereas in Star Wars, they just stand inside an asteroid with a little face mask on. No, I wasn't picking. It was a genuine question because I always missed something. Pew, pew. Um, yeah, oh, I attacked thought- me. Have you seen that? you seen that? They're attacking a Star Wars fan, a helpless Star Wars fan. I'll get onto them later. No. <laughs> God, bloody will we. Um, <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. It had good aliens, had nice design, the art was fun. It's fine. Yeah, I'll give you that. I would say that. It's got like a 7 out of 10 on IMDb, which is probably what I'd give it. It's a 7, yeah. It's a bang on. You say it's a 7 out of 10, but you'd also say you don't like it. I never said I didn't like it. I just said I thought it was fine. Sorry. <laughs> God, you disagree with him and he gets so grumpy. <laughs> I'm getting confident because my self-esteem is shooting for the roof at the moment. Oh, dear. Do you want to take us to either of the final two? I'll let you pick which one. Okay, I'm going to take us to the three robots. Yeah, I knew you would. Three robots, something or other. Uh, Exit strategies. Uh, Exit yes. strategies. Now, I did enjoy this one, but equally, this is the one I was most disappointed in. How so? Well, because the first three robots, this is the only sequel to any of these, the first three robots... I genuinely loved and I love the little cat reveal at the end. Great fun. But then the cats are just on the moon now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought it was fine. I thought it was kind of just more of the same. Yeah. If this had if this had been its own and the first one hadn't existed, this would still be the same as it is now. Yeah. This wasn't this wasn't a follow-on. It wasn't, it didn't lean on the first, it didn't need the first. It if anything ignored the first, apart from the fact continuity wise. That the Xbox had the Xbox Eye from the first one. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, it was not just not as good as it could have been. It was basically like they did the first time. They wander around and talk about humans. I mean, there were some funny jokes and satire. I'm not saying it was bad. I'm certainly not saying that. I just wish it had done more. It's also higher rated than Swarm. Just saying. Ooh. <laughs> well, so I, no, I was, was going to say that. Yeah, the this the scathing social commentary. In exit strategies was hilarious. Yes, it's yeah. But you are right. It is. It's effectively this is Force Awakens to the New Hope. And then oh, wow, I do see what he's saying though. Um, yeah, it's it's great, but in a way, the fact that it's the only one that's got a sequel makes you sort of go like, was the sequel necessary, or could it yeah. just? Yeah, I think so much of the show, this show, is about like pushing boundaries whether it's animation or weird stories or, or whatever and i just didn't think that this one particularly pushed anything it was safe it was safe yeah good fun fine but safe, safe. yeah yeah uh and our last one and finally drum roll please we've got um i need to get the cast up because it's ridiculous it's, it is a good cast yeah joe manganello Christian Seratos, Jai mm-hmm. Courtney, mm-hmm. goodness gracious, others that I don't recognise, but recognise <laughs> their voice, though. Yep. Yeah, good. Um, spec Ops team on an exercise in, it says here in Afghanistan, but it could have been anywhere, really. And they are target acquired, and then bad things happen. And those bad things are Horrible, horrible monsters. They are horrible, horrible monsters. Are they evil crabs? Yeah, kind of. But yeah, sort of. Gross. Sort of. Um, um, yeah. How did we feel about it generally? I really liked it. I hated the yuck. It was very grim. Thinking about it. Actually, the more I'm thinking about it now, very grim. I thought this one was more grim than bad traveling. I think you might be right, because I had forgotten about... so. They're going through this like cave and there's all these like crabby spider things with little human faces on the inside of them. Weirdly. Arguably. So 
hang on. This in the IMDb list, and I think the order I watched it, this is one episode. So there's one episode between this and Swarm. And Swarm was first. And I thought this one should have been called Swarm. <laughs> because <laughs> because of those horrible, horrible little scuttly, crabby, spidery things. Bad they, stuff. So the gore I've forgot is they absolutely shred one guy, but he doesn't die and he makes it out the other side of the cave. And then he does die. But yeah. he is bit. He's got to fall out and he's... Yeah. Yeah. That's gross. It's not just that. You've got the one survivor crawling out with her eyes cut out. Oh, yeah? Yes. Yeah? Right at the very end, yeah. That's the demon that was in the tombs? Maybe. So, two things. One, I like the little twist that this... I thought originally, I was like, oh, it's going to be aliens. But then I like the little twist that actually... it's either, yeah, it could be a demon, or is it a god? Mm. Yeah. Because he's, it, it vaulted halls, that makes me sound, think, that sounds like god-like, like, and the other thing I liked about it is it gave me Destiny vibes. Yeah, I really liked that. It was mega, mega Destiny stuff. Way more gory than Destiny, but it gave me Destiny yeah, vibes. Yeah, considerably. Um, <laughs> I'd say, I would say that I found it to be, in my mind, a little bit similar to Til- Kill Team Kill. It was that as well. I will give you that. But then you could say that's just because it's two Spec Ops teams meeting. Yeah. And then objected on dying. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> True. Nailed that. <laughs> but they didn't have that secret weapon of a sense of humor. So maybe if they'd made it out. They would have. Yeah. That's why she lost her eyes. She Ooh. couldn't see the funny side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was uh, too many levels. <laughs> uh, quality. That's I wish so- I was this funny when actually talking to people rather than just on podcast. Is that, is that you tapped out for the rest of the year? I reckon you've you've emptied yourself there, haven't you? Yeah, pretty much. Game over. <laughs> I don't have social things to do this weekend. Oh, no. dear. Um, yeah, this was. I think this was quite high for me. I think because because I liked the sort of realism of the animation and I, yeah, I just it was it was fun because it. I often find myself watching these in particular going, "Oh, this would be great as a game." But this one is like the peak. This would be great as a game. Four-player co-op. Yeah. Uh, thing is, these games like this exist, and we just never play any of them. Like, this is Aliens Fireteam, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Predator Survival Bears. Predator. Yeah. Uh, the other ones. Other ones that look better and play better, though. Would be, yeah. Yeah, we're just bad at life. Yeah. And game. Okay. Okay, before we move on from Love, Death, and Robots, of all three seasons... I want two answers. They don't have to be the one that you would stick to forever. What's your favourite all-time episode? And what episode do you think is underappreciated? From all three seasons. All three seasons. I can kick off. Go for it. Well, I say that. Okay. My my underappreciated one, I am going with, I can't remember the name of it, the dead giant at the end of season two. Yeah. The one, yeah. Kind of what works about it. Yeah. So um, sorry, that's your underappreciated one. That's my underappreciated one. I think that one's really like underappreciated. I think it's really great, uh, and I feel like it's not sort of looked at the same way as Drowned Giant. It's got a six point nine. Yeah, see, that's quite low. Yeah. Um, and then my favorite one, I am gonna go with. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to say good hunting. I don't know why. I just vibe with it. That is, weep. I'm a weep. It's just, I love anime. Uh, I just quite like the, the, what was going on in it. It was, it gets a bit weird when she turns into a robot fox thing, but that's fine. Excuse me. Good hunting was, I was quickly racking my brain now thinking like, would it be good hunting? But mine's close to it in terms of the ep seasons, but not the mm. um, content. Uh, my favorite. Yeah. Not underrated. Oh, no, sorry. My most one I think is underrated uh, is Suits. Oh, the, the farm. Space Farmers. Yeah, I love the little twist at the end of that. Because oh, that is, yes. Actually, that's, yeah, that's a great show. Because yeah. that had a proper little, like, oh, oh, it's, it's, yes, I know it's an alien swarm, but it's kind of cute. They're all coming together as these little real. Oh, no. We're <laughs> the bad blokes. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, I'll give you that. I think one of my favorites. At least, definitely is up there in terms of my favorite of that season. At least, anyway, is Life Hutch. 
Life Hutch. Is that the, the one where he's stuck with the robot in the in Life Hutch? Hutch. <laughs> What's his name? Michael B. Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. That's season two? Yes, season two. Yeah, I like that one. That's an excellent episode. That's an excellent episode. And the way he outsmarts it by like shining a light on its leg so it smashes its own leg. Yep. Yeah. I like that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. What about you? I'm trying to find my underrated because I forget the name of it. I forget which season it was in. But I think my my favourites I've got it's it's a toss up between the two. Beyond the Aquila Rift. Yeah, that's a good one. Or Lucky Thirteen. Mm. I like that one as well, actually. Um Hmm. Hmm. Stroke my hairs on my chinny chin chin. And then my underrated it's not underrated, but it's one I think it's kind of maybe forgettable. Pop Squad. Pop Squad. It's like the Blade Runner hunting them down one. Oh uh, yeah. beginning of season two. Episode three, three. or four. I do remember that one. That one is pretty good. Isn't that everybody that's having having a child? It's yeah. he's having an illegal child childers. Yes. And then going, pop up. <laughs> it's me, your pops. Bang. Yeah. Pop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. Uh so a lot, of, a lot of the sort of bad like I'm looking through the list again, a lot of the sort of more poorly rated ones that are actually underrated as it sits online I also didn't like <laughs> so I can't really pick any of them um, Pop Squad's an 8.1 so it's clearly not underrated but it's not one that it's, like, it's not one that we always go back to when we're talking about it, we talk about the season quite a bit and we never ever talk about that one yeah, i give you that I hadn't even remembered it until just now yeah, yeah. Life Hutch Life Hutch has only got a 6.5 really? that's rough I feel I like it was be way better than that as well well I mean I'm not thinking about I mean obviously I haven't heard your previous podcast uh, what the last one oh he hasn't listened to the most recent one what was that <laughs> the under <laughs> films we think are good that are so underappreciated films or yeah I mean I don't know. you're releasing these in order so. yeah I am releasing these in order you can everybody else has listened to it Carl I've got what <laughs> which one was it what was your have you got a film are you going to add a film is that what you're saying you sort of, yeah, maybe. Go on then. Here's with your film. Uh, hang on, the... hang on. Are we are we all done with Love, Death, and Robots? Are we going to move it? I am. So we're punctuating. Yes, comma. Yes. Please proceed. Uh, the mid noughties uh, remake of Jukes Hazard, starring uh, Jessica Simpson, Johnny Knoxville, and Charlie M. Scott. Interesting. I haven't watched that since I was very young. It's one of my favorite films of all time. Critically hated commercially didn't do very well at all oh no <laughs> uh spawned a terrible straight to dvd uh sequel did it sequel prequel starring randos did not that know didn't that go what why <laughs> yeah, i didn't know that at all and a video game as well didn't it yeah wow <laughs> uh on ps1 ps1 days. uh but you know it stars jessica simpson in uh hot pants Johnny Knoxville being himself, Sean William Scott being himself, the great Burt Reynolds before he died. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Fair play, I mean. I can't. Amazing soundtrack. Um, some pretty cringy jokes. Um, Do you think you'd hold up today or is there jokes in there that we'd go oof at now? I don't think there's any jokes that are like, if you, in terms of looking back with a scope of 15 years, going, I think I feel bad for laughing at that. Now, there's one that I feel bad laughing at, but just because it's a terrible joke and gross. Oh no! <laughs> um, okay, but yeah, it's uh, I. It's my it's my comfort film. Interesting. Well, everybody, add to your list if you haven't watched our list of films from last time, Fair or enough. even listen to it. I don't see how much is on it. it is on IMDb. We say that as if our list was a comprehensive list. Well, it's not, not by any means. It was cobbled together in about 15 minutes before the episode and then talked about for about 30 minutes. It's not yeah. comprehensive by any means, but... Do... 5.1 IMDb. Oof. 14%. Oh, my. <laughs> um, do we want to move on to... What's that about? This is another comma here, people. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm good to... I'm happy with our previous comma, and I enjoyed Kyle's little addition to the lore. I kind of have two. 
Does ever do you have one? Do you? I have don't. One? I don't really. No, not this week. Okay. Uh, what's that about? Yeah, I think I've got one. But is, is it about me? No. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's, have, let's let Kyle have his first. Guests, huh? guests, jests first. Jests first. You're the jest. Okay. Be guest. Be your right. Guest. So as as the, uh, you might have established from previous things, uh, we're friends outside the podcast, and we play video games a lot together. Well. <gasps> we play video games. <laughs> yeah, carry on. I'm wounded, sir. Um, and typically, you've heard these guys play about Warzone and pulling out of it, and they convinced me to pull out of Warzone. Uh, and our final friend has just finally agreed to stop playing Warzone as well. Yep. Yep. Uh, and in the time since we've quit, we've gone, we should try this game, we should try that game. And we've had some fun. We've had different experiences. We've had some stupid nights where we're having a great time playing different stuff. And we have a group chat and we say what we're buying, how much it is, how it's on sales for, and how much I highly recommend it. And this friend of ours, after announcing he's leaving Warzone, says, boys, I just need a game to play because I'm just not feeling it right now. <laughs> and I, what was that about? I wasn't having any of it. I, I shut that shit down right away. Like, no. You have heard us recommending for months different games to play. <laughs> we've been having great times. We, we proposed a tournament on the UFC, which you've scrapped. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we suggested six or seven games, all under £10. So even if you're a bit of skin, you go, you know what, 10, out, 10 quid for two nights of entertainment. That's worth it. Because, nah, just nah. I'm, I don't know what's wrong. I'm just not feeling it, boys. And so I hope if he hears this, he does. No, I didn't mean that. <laughs> no. Uh, he's having a big sad at the moment. I'm, he's having a... A big moan, a big mope. He's having a big old suck, he is. <laughs> We're just kidding. We love you. Mm. Yeah, he's all right. He's all right, yeah. But yeah, what's that about is is complaining about something to your friends that they have been trying to solve with you for ages. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I did see that he has he has started Fortnite. He has completed some things in Fortnite. Yeah, we, he, we actually won one with him. Yeah. yeah. We, we carried him horrendously, but we did. Yes, he died. Three or four times. <laughs> Still counts. Still counts. So there you um, go. Yeah. Okay. New season so on my... Sunday, by the way, boys. Maybe going to get Darth Vader. Ooh, I won't be playing. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I have two. I'm going to keep this one short. Uh, and it won't end up being short. I can already see a tangent forming in my mind. Uh, <laughs> but just to come back to a, a, a recurring bugbear. Star Wars fans, please, please stop <laughs> being. Stop, all of you. It's just getting silly now. Even Ewan McGregor has had to put a video out saying, please don't be racist. Now, for anybody that's missed it, Star Wars is very much a series about, you know. For anyone who's missed it, ma- missed the past hundreds of thousands of years of. <laughs> it is about uh, fighting hate. And all that, and like coming together as groups and all that kind of stuff. And it's made up of a variety of people and species and all that kind of thing. And yet, there is a large segment of racist Star Wars fans. I do not understand how they have missed the point so entirely. <laughs> um, and also, just just shut up, just shut up. And if your defense is, yeah, but she's a bird character. She's only had about fifteen minutes of screen time. We're talking about Reva for everybody that's in. Moses Ingram uh, and the racist nonsense that's been directed her way and um, just just don't do it and it's just oh but I'm only criticising her bad acting and her bad character and all that kind of stuff all I'm saying is it's getting a little suspicious considering the last one was Kelly Tran Kelly Marie Tran and there's John Boyega they all seem to have you know they're not white men in common. So let's just let's just calm it all down. Okay, that's enough of that. But my second one, not relating to this, but also kind of relating to this. I opened Twitter up today and I saw an Obi-Wan Kenobi spoiler and it infuriated me. But the post was, I don't know if Andrew will have seen this because you don't Twitter often. They write at the top of the piece, Obi-Wan Kenobi spoiler, then put a dot, 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 lower, like down the list. Type out their spoiler and then put photos. That doesn't stop me seeing that. I have eyes. I see it all in a one 
if you've put a photo, I can see the photo. See the photo. It's, <laughs> I was just spoiling it. You're not protecting me from anything. Just day of, don't post spoilers. That's all oh, I ask. You can hide spoilers now. Or is that all just on Reddit? Only or... if they mark it as spoilers. Yeah. So it's expected to do better. Yes, they, people need to do better. This isn't just a Star Wars fan thing. This is an everybody thing. Basically, both of them come down to don't be a dick. Just be better. Yeah, pretty like, much. Oh, yeah, right. bad. Bad, I reckon. What is that about? I don't have one, but I, I agree and echo your thoughts about the whole hate thing. I, just, yeah, right. I said it to yeah. you, you. We were talking about this earlier in the week. I, I cannot fathom. I know I care a lot about a lot of things, but I cannot fathom caring about something in such a way that causes that or can um, sort of expose itself as that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, Basically, what I'm saying is I cannot fathom hating like that. I just I, do not get it. It must be such an effort. And then not even that. Like, Fine, if you hold that opinion, hold that opinion and hold it and leave it there. Don't put it anywhere, by all means. Like, There was many, many pieces of media which I've started, decided I did not like, so I stopped watching yeah. and then <clears> never <throat> spoke about it again. <laughs> yeah. It's not that hard. <laughs> but this this comes from the negative fans you talk about where people go, it was made for me. <laughs> for me. I am the white guy and I want it to be for me. I don't want a female lead character because how am I supposed to relate? <laughs> um, and then people get up in arms with it and they actually play it and go, actually, it was pretty good. <laughs> or play it or watch it. Same principle. Yeah. That's my what's that about. It's just so bad. I just it better film people. Yeah. Kyle, you included. Stop hating on our friend. (laughs) (laughs) I'd personally like the fact that so many people are self-identifying as racist accidentally by saying, how dare George, how dare Star Wars attack the fans? (laughs) Attacking the racist ones. So if you feel attacked, (laughs) that's you. (laughs) Yeah. Funny. Anyway, this has got pretty dark and, and, and things. So let's swiftly move on to wrapping it up. But yeah, don't be bad. Be better than that. Please, yeah. oh my god. It shouldn't be that hard. Um, what are we going to do next week? I haven't got a clue. Um, hang on, let me get my vast spreadsheet up. I've got one for a few weeks, and maybe it would be a good one to have Kyle back on for, not The Expanse. Ooh. Well, we'll um, see how it performs. It'll be an immediate retrospective on the new PS Plus setup after it releases. Mm, I quite like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we have also got um, got the boys. It's kind of a hard. It's kind of a hard one to explain, but but characters, movies, or TV or games, whatever characters that are the lead or that we deem sort of our favourites or some of our most liked characters, but if we put them in the real world, they wouldn't hold up. Yeah. Do you mean you wouldn't like them or... Or they wouldn't be allowed to be that person. So my example for this is Han Solo. Excellent character in that world. Reckon he's brilliant. I love him. If you brought him to the real world, bad. Because he's a he's a drug smuggler, murderer, <laughs> yeah. terrorist. <laughs> yeah. Although you could then argue he's a war hero. So it's... Uh, yeah. You see, yeah. so that's the kind of discussion I'm going to... Mm. Okay. Okay. So we've got a few different ways we can go with it. Yep. Or we could do a, a weekly Top Gun episode. We could do Top Gun. He hasn't seen Top Gun yet. Oh. Yeah, but that's not, that's not for me. I was just saying that you could but you both do Top Gun. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. We could do a Top Gun next week. Top Gun's great, by the way, if people haven't seen it yet. Good fun, I reckon. Yeah, it's really good fun. I think I'll go see it on the Platts Jobs. On the Platts Jobs. Uh, that's a happy, horrible expression. Happy Jubbly Queenie. It's better than Platts Jobs. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Um, right, should we wrap it up? Were you about our usual length? Oh my god, we might even break the hour mark. Wow, we this has been a Did You See the Thing production. Um, thank you all for listening again. If you're still here, um, and I guess it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me, but I'm never leaving. Oh. Goodbye, <laughs> <laughs> and goodbye from um, you. Yeah, this mug. Yeah. What's your Instagram? Oh, good reminder! My find us on find me on Instagram at PJ Game Photos, something like that. Uh, there has been some Sifu and Jedi Fallen Order updates. Ah, Andrew there have been. 
What? You follow me? You don't follow me yet, do you? No. That's my whole that's my whole bit. I don't know, my yeah. headphones are cutting out there. I couldn't hear you at all. Okay. I thought you were just winding me up. No, no. Uh, no, I still I'm committed to that bit. I'm still not. Although we, I, I do follow you with our our account, which is at Did You See the Thing on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> There's nothing on it. We need to start doing something. And we also have a Twitter, which is at what's that about? What's that about? Yep. Uh, so follow us on those things and we'll do something with them and same as last week anyone except kyle feel free to email us on uh did you see the thing at gmail.com yep i think it'd be especially weird if i emailed in to you on this episode i don't like, think I you'd have criticisms i don't, <laughs> I don't <laughs> at first oh, we email. Oh. <laughs> um thank you all for listening uh we will see you next week bye the end Bye. Full stop. <laughs>